Sold right to the merchant ships Minutes after they took I From the bottomless pit But my hand was made strong By the end of the Almighty We forward in this generation Triumphantly Won't you help to sing These songs of freedom Cause all I ever have Redemption songs Redemption songs Hello everyone, welcome to another edition of Redemption Vibes. Today we have I have with me the awesome Kina Likimani and we're going to continue talking about issues that affect us as as a people, as Ghanaians, um which will help us understand our situation and also help us improve our lives. The whole reason and purpose of my podcast is to get us to learn from each other, share our experiences and become a better group of people or better humans. Um, we, we move from the point of being helpless to redeeming ourselves in, in, in better ways. Kina has this look on her face when I say redeeming ourselves, but yes. So it's redemption vibes. Welcome, Kina. Thank you, Nehemiah. Um, he has wrote me and given me no notice. And uh, he's saying I'm awesome. And I'm, I'm actually looking at him with a look of like, not quite disgust, but inconvenience. But anyway, what are we talking about? Yeah, I will use this short time to talk about something I've noticed. So... It's June 2022, and Ghana is in a pretty bad way. It's putting it mildly, and we are being um, misruled and misgoverned, and uh, people are complaining, and um, there's this vibe going on. Among the people who are complaining, I'm one of them who complain, but people are like, oh, why aren't Ghanaians more angry? Why aren't... Um, these, and these who are saying these things are middle-class people. Some of them have very good jobs. Maybe sitting on radio, ranting all the time and hoping, wow, why can't, you know, why can't we form a movement? Why can't we do this? And most of the time when they say this, they are directing this conversation to, like, they are, the people they are referring to are not just middle-class people, but increasingly, because this group of people are in the majority, the urban poor and rural folk. And I want to talk about that because... If we are, first let me preface, I, 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 I have this metric I like to use that Ghana is actually 20, the, the Ghana we refer to is maybe 28% of the entire country population wise. The space is really 28%, that is uh, people who, who benefit from our so-called formal sectors and it's just 28%. There's a trickle down effect, but we don't like trickle down economics. And so under military rule or under democratic rule, the poor in Ghana are still poor. 
if you drive and i can i cannot i'm i'm saying this not because because that's where i i come from if you draw, drive along the coast um going from mankasim to say takraza those coastal villages you meet and it's not just on the on on that western side same side on the same issue on the other side they basically look the same whether we are under military rule or under democratic rule this says that our normal this um, um um i would say what stance as a country is not to do inclusive development under any rule under any type of system of governance right and we know this so for instance and we the middle class people generally don't care so when we start talking about how the education system is bad, everybody starts, people in the room who are middle class, they will just start talking about the top schools they went to. That is their view of education. When we talk about healthcare, they want to talk about, the, of course, everybody can really only have experience of the services they have taken part in. But Ghana is bigger than that. So we never concern ourselves really with the developments that should have been going on all this time. And if the economy is just marginally good, we are okay with, with the way Ghana is until the economy tanks as it is tanking and petrol prices, uh, I think it was Neymar, Eddie, who once said that if the petrol prices in Ghana are good, and he said something else. Oh, he said two things. If petrol prices in Ghana are manageable and the electricity is constant, middle-class Ghanaians won't pay attention to anything else. I think that's, I, I, not that I think, Edward Tego said that. So right now that petrol prices are tanking, or rather increasing astronomically every single week, and the economy is off, off its rockets, it can't even be managed, these will come manage, middle-class people are pissed. People are sitting on radio ranting. And they, they, we, people want uh, some kind of, not a critical movement to hit the streets. Corruption is at um, all-time high because every, this is the thing about corruption, every single government, doesn't matter where they are coming from, corruption levels go higher and higher and higher. It's like they, they it's like actually they come into um, uh, government to, um, it's, it's corruption competition to best themselves, right? So now we are at pretty, pretty astronomical levels of corruption. People are like, why, 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 why aren't uh, the urban poor more upset? Why are the rural folk more, more um, quiet? But why should they join your problem? All of a sudden, middle class people are like, oh, but we are all in this together. But we are not all in this together. Because when Ghana is doing marginally better, you are not concerned with their issues. In fact, the middle class get to where they are by uh, colluding with political power to keep the system the, the, the majority of Ghanaians repressed and suppressed and oppressed. We like the essence, right? We have this idea that poverty is somehow um, a reflection of the individual. Poverty is a man-made system. Ghanaians only understand the education and health system. Anything else that is systemic, we don't, wanna, we don't even want to process. So all of us, you know, so we are in an age of a uh, and it's quite disastrous. People want other people to join in what they are saying, but why? Actually, because we are not in this together. Our fight, their fight, which should have been our fight and our primary concern all along has never been. We have never held any leader to account, really to account for the levels of underdevelopment of the majority of our people. So now you, so, so why should they join us? 
What we forget is that if we do not make sure that the majority of uh, our people come, and therefore this 28% I talked about expands to the whole country. Now when you go to the hospitals, who are you going to get to look after you? On the, like, how can you live your normal, then this is how we live, unconcerned about the majority of our people, simply because we want to, we middle class people have power. And we want to continue to have a certain level of power. So our labor laws, everything, we, are, we exploit our own people. So when we are, are so sure that we are, we find now we feel the exploitation. And, and we want to resist the oppressor's rule. You want critical mass. Where are you going to get it from? Because under normal circumstances, your normal stance, your normal practice is not to be concerned. As long as you can send your kids to Wesley Girls, Infante Pim, Adisadel, Prem, Pachimata. You are not, you are not concerned about Asan Mansun, about the schools that are in um, Savalugu, about the, about the fact that the majority of Ghanaian students who go to boarding schools, the, the, the institutions, the, the, the schools they are in, should not pass for, it, it, it shouldn't pass for boarding institutions. There should be no way we, as we Ghanaians, should be subjecting our, the majority of our children to the conditions in these schools, to, to, the, to the complete lack of quality, to the state of our educational system. I'm not even coming to talk about our health system here. So now, why do we, why do we think that somehow, but of course we are, in, we, we are the more powerful, right, middle class people. So you, 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 you speak down to people and, and you ask yourself, why aren't they joining? Why aren't they upset? Because when Ghana is doing well, you are not concerned about how their lives are. And, 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 and not only that, the way the majority of middle class people and powerful people and educated people speak about our urban poor and speak about our rural folk, it's like they may not even be human beings. The way people in that class on, on the majority of our people, why should they join us? Why should they be concerned that all of a sudden you can't seem to put enough petrol in your SUV? Eh? Or that you actually, now your top schools are struggling. I hear some of the top schools are struggling. It's funny to me because I'm like, when you let a system run amok over the majority of the people, eventually that system will catch up to the ones you hope your children are participating in. I hear that some of the top schools are absolutely struggling. These schools were not built for the, the number of students that are in now. And that's across this country. Can you imagine? There are some people who send their kids to school. In some of these uh, schools that apparently the government of Ghana and the people of Ghana want to term educational boarding institutions, which they are not. The students even, they, there's not enough beds in there. There are not enough dormitories. Some of the schools, they have to hire, some of the students have to hire um, um, rooms in the villages and towns to attend that boarding school. So the students have to sleep in laws. We just saw pictures of O'Reilly Secondary where they are boarding, um, uh, they are boarding canteen, which is basically some kind of uh, tent. I don't know what it is. That is even inadequate. And the students of O'Reilly Secondary in Accra, they have to eat. They are basically, their, their dining room is the great outdoors and the rains have been coming. Do we think about such things? No, because as long we we think uh, sometimes I want to ask ourselves what what are we nation building? We think we only really need to be concerned about our children 
and the immediacy of our family and our associates. This is not how we, you should care about people. This is not how you should, you should be a citizen. This is not how care is. We should, be, we, should, we, we should never, never have let any government go unaccounted for, for, relief, for um, rural underdevelopment and the issues of the urban poor. But now that you know, I'm just here to tell us we need to be a little. Uh, we need to be far much more kinder, far much more considerate than we are in this country. Otherwise, you know, when they come for you, the 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 people you call the masses, which is what you would like to call them, you call them masses. <laughs> the people you call the masses are not going to rise up and come to your defense. Why should they? Why should they? And yet, let me be very, very, very clear. It is those people that the, the, the politicians respond to. Let me repeat. It is those people that the politicians respond to. Why am I saying that? Because if you are the MP of Infantiman West, you are not the MP of Kemba West. And since the majority, a lot, quite a lot of our, our, uh, um, our constituents, our citizens are sitting in urban poor areas and are living in rural, rural areas, those are the people. That our people listen to. Yeah, major, the, the Ghanaian middle class, they won't listen to us. Why should they listen to us? We collude with them. Who is paying the massive bribes to like build in places where they shouldn't be building? Is it not middle class people? We collude with the civil servants. We collude with the politicians. They know us very well. As soon as petrol prices stabilize and we will, we will not be, we will not be, there will not be, Benadam will not be ranting, maybe. And everything we do happens in Accra. Everything we do happens, all of our coverage happens in Accra. Even on, even the media will not send, you know when the Neymar, when that gas tanker bent down in that town, I was expecting, you know, in, in other places of the world, when a, 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 a disaster like that happens, the way the media in, in, in their cities will fall over themselves to get there to cover things on the ground. No. They, 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 they will sit in Accra, these your people, and they, will, they, they might even depend on BBC to tell them what is going on somewhere else in Ghana. So again, the coverage, all our concerns are centralized. So of course... Who covers the issues? How do we show our concern? How do we build Ghana? Because Ghana is not 28%. If you are going to spend only, you're only going to be concerned about 28%, 100 minus 28. At 72, imagine. Le left behind. 72% left behind. There's a village. And I'm going to, and now I'll be done. There's a village in my traditional, my, one of my traditional areas, Abiazi. And the village is Akobima. Was it Akobma? Yes. One day I went to Akobma. And Akobma, um, you know, it's a typical village. There's a one road that goes down the middle. It ends in another small road. But basically there's a wall of forest. So it's a, it's a, it's a you know, the dusty brown road, the nice uh, clay, I don't know, that kind of soil. And houses on each side and then it spreads out. One day I went to Akobma some years ago. And I was standing in the middle of Akobma. And I swear... If people, if I didn't know I was in Akobima, and Akobima is in the central region, and the central region is, is, is a region in Ghana, I wouldn't have known I was in Ghana. 
there was nothing in Akwabima to say it was, a, it, was, it was a Ghanaian village. And since a lot of our villages look alike, I could have been in some village in Cameroon and I wouldn't have known. Why is, why is what I'm saying important? Because if you are doing inclusive development, it would not be possible for any village in our country not to be recognizable by something that says it is Ghanaian. A school with a flag flying outside, something. I've always been struck by that. Because it looks like it's it, not, nothing, just, it, nothing. Of course, there's a school, but you know, it's like run down in that usual way. Cynically, I could say that's how I know I'm in Ghana, but it could have been anywhere. So we have to concern ourselves, really concern ourselves with what is going on in us. Because that is how we get the Ghana we want. And that is how you build trust with populations and whole groups of people who are part of our country. We can't go on ignoring them and going, hmm. When, you know, when people say something, people are like, hmm. The hmm, I don't know whether it moves people. But we have to be concerned. Our rural areas aren't just places we go just to have, I don't know, funerals. If people even do that and come back and go, wow, things are bad. People live there. We all at some point came from a rural area. The urban poor places, which we see every day, isn't, 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 isn't uh, there aren't areas in which we shut our eyes to. The, the people who sleep in the shacks, where every now and then government feel there's need to come and um, completely um, um, level where they are living as though their hustle in Accra is not valid. People feel like that, uh, uh, your hustle is valid, but you have to like have a house. But the people who live in the, in, in, in the shacks, they, they want what's not, it's not valid. Everybody's hustle in Accra is valid. But we shut our eyes to what we, what we know they are going through. When the rain starts to fall, and, 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 and we start to get anxious for ourselves, we should get anxious for them. Because when the rains go bad, they will lose their livelihoods. Can you imagine? Lose their livelihoods, lose their lives. But lose their livelihoods because guess what? It rained. There are kids in these. Uh, there are kids who get up every morning. Their parents get them ready to school in these shacks that you people close your eyes to. And when the government comes and levels them, you applaud the government because you think, "Wow, it, it has to be clean," or they are the problem. They are not the problem. They are just in Accra, just like your four bears came to Accra to hustle. So we have to care. We can't shut our eyes to that on a normal basis so that when things get hard, you know, we, 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 we want them to talk. And since our politicians know us very well because they are us, they know that these complaints are not going to go anywhere because are you going to get critical mass? <laughs> no, you're not going to get critical mass. Uh, all they have to do is worry about stabilizing ele um, electricity and stabilizing the gas prices. Then you go on, you'll be fine. That's all I have to say, Neymar. Thank you very much, Kina. Like I said, she's awesome. She's amazing. She simply speaks her mind. Um, more or less fearless. Some some folks don't want to get into into her backyard because they know she's just going to speak her mind and say whatever it is. But yeah, this is Redemption Vibes podcast. Every week we discuss issues that affect us as humans and Ghanaians. And we hope that these conversations where we share knowledge and experiences will help us redeem ourselves from falling into a never-ending pit, giving us the opportunity to rise up and become better humans, people of integrity, and make our world a better place. 
it's redemption vibes and i hope that you enjoy this conversation and this this i, I don't want to call it a rant because kina was just allowed to speak and say what she wanted to say about what is happening in ghana right now and and like she said this is really dear to her heart because a lot has happened in the past few months and weeks um and some folks have just sat on the fence and some folks have kept quiet because of um their should i say association or affinity towards certain persons who could actually make things better and it seems like we are maybe just simply selfish or we don't care or we would like to take certain positions when it affects us in a, in a certain way and then take a certain position when it affects us in another way and it also seems like the folks that we call the masses would have to fend for themselves because as far as they are concerned the things that affect them is not the same as the things that affect the middle class but yes thank you very much for tuning in and watch out for the next podcast from redemption vibes Redemption songs Redemption songs